everybody welcome back to another edition of the untitled jeff gluck podcast i'm your host jeff gluck and i'm here with kelly crandall from racer and we just watched the atlanta race here at atlanta motor speedway and um i guess we should probably have some sort of great analysis to start bringing you but we're sitting here sort of scratching our heads at least i am because I don't really know what to make of all that that we just saw. Kelly, do you I'm, have any idea? <laughs> I'm, I'm not scratching my head. I'm, I'm a little frustrated, to be honest with you. Just okay. because there was a lot of things that were happening there at the end of the race, and it seemed like nobody could figure it out, and we weren't getting any clarification from anybody, um, whether it was you know, the true X penalty, non penalty, or the the lineup was all messed up there after one of the cautions and right. who's supposed to be where, who's on the lead lap, who was trapped a lap down. Um, there's probably more. I just... My immediate reaction is just frustration. And, and, and a little bit of that, too, is because my adrenaline's pumping. We were out on pit road in this new bullpen we have, which happens very quick. It was just driver, driver, driver. You can't digest anything. And then the next thing you know, Steve's coming over, and you're, you're trying to talk about the package, but you're also trying to figure out the penalties. And, I, yeah, I'm just a little frustrated. Yeah, just, we're, just to set the scene here, we, I mean, we are, like, fresh off pit road. <laughs> Or are, we're still sniffling from the, the cold out there. So we haven't uh, heard from the race winner yet. We, we've heard from drivers 2 through 10 on pit road briefly. We've heard from Steve O'Donnell. Um, there was a lot that happened at the end of the race to try to sort out. Um, I think overall, you know, you know, when we're talking about the package, uh, I don't know if anybody has any great clear answers after today that we didn't have before. I mean, it's... Um, I think we're still in the same spot we were in on Friday, which yeah. is we just don't know. And again, a lot of that, and, and I think, Jeff, you and I have talked about it. I've tweeted about it. I talked about it on Sirius the other day. A lot of it, too, is just you have to take this with a grain of salt because it's Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is just so unique. So maybe there's a little bit of things that we saw today that we don't realize right now um, that will be carried forward with this package. Um, maybe something like I, I, I conceded at one point, you and I were talking in the press box, that it felt like the field was a little closer together in the sense of uh, not as strung out apart as normal um but again i don't know if that's the package i don't know if that was the weather today or the time or what it was so maybe there was little things but overall i feel like this package as a whole i don't i don't think we learned anything today i really don't well i asked eric jones uh, on pit road after the race how do we know who was good like who was good because there's so many different leaders <laughs> um there's a lot of different things that shook it up but i don't know you know for a while you said well kevin harvick's the best car here but you know he he sort of faded Kyle Larson, the best car, he gets a pit penalty, and when he once he got uh, the, the the speeding penalty, he got stuck in traffic. So he, I, you know, I never felt like there was one clear cut favorite to be honest right, with you. And, right. and I wrote that in my notebook at one point because you know Larson led a ch- large chunk of this race. I believe he led the most laps here, and, and yeah, looking at the paper, he led 142 laps. I mean, Harvick lar- led a large chunk. Ryan Blaney led a large chunk. Eric Almirola was very strong right off the pole until he lost his track position. Um, Brad Keselowski led a chunk. Joey Logano led a chunk. So it was all chunks of, of laps here that drivers were leading. I, I never felt like. There was one clear-cut favor, and I could be wrong because I I didn't keep track to the end of the race. I don't even think the lead. I don't think the leader had more than a four-second lead at any point throughout the day. I think Larson did it. I think it was Larson at one point had a had a four-second yeah. lead on somebody, but it never felt like the lead was any larger than that. Well, and and you know you 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 ran through the people who led a lot of laps today, and I 
the thing that I think that most of them had in common was the track position. They had track position. I think there was a couple passes for the lead, but it was maybe like the second place car able to catch up. You you weren't seeing once somebody got back in the field, you weren't seeing some car like blast through and drive their way up. And and Kyle Busch did come from the back, but that was over the course of a very long period of time. Whether it's Atlanta, whether it's the package, whether it's it's Texas or Kansas or clean air is always going to be king in this sport. And it's a cliche saying, but Jeff, I mean, Jeff, you know, clean air is always going to be the best a, a car can have. And a fast car is going to be a fast car. But is it is it more so now, I guess, is the question? Well, we're not, I, I don't think we're going to know until yeah. we get a few more mile and a half under our belt. I mean, honestly, I'm not making any judgments off of today's race. And and let's, let's go back here, because I argued with some people on Twitter, or I don't know, just tried to explain to them. <laughs> I was race. doing the same thing. You know, a lot of people felt like this was the debut of the new rules package, and it, it was a partial debut of the new rules package. It, that's understandable, and I understand everybody who wants to make judgments off of this race because, look, we have talked this package up right. all winter long. We've talked it up since it was announced, what, last fall. All we kept hearing is the package, the package, the package. Right. So you come to a mile and a half, which is what this package is supposed to be suited for. And in the past, that's always been the start of the real season. And that's today has always been the start of the real season so you're expecting okay well we've got this new package we've got the start of the real season we're out of daytona so show me what you got right people i, I understand everybody who do, who don't want to listen to the to the to the patience thing right and jimmy johnson was preaching that the other day michael mcdowell was preaching that the other day i wrote that on racer.com this is going to be all about patience you have we have got to give this package if you're going to judge it on the mile and a half so you're going to have to wait until at least may or june because we got to go to Texas in two months. We haven't been to Charlotte, which is not till May. Um, Kansas is in May. Like I feel like I feel like if we're really judging this package on mile and a half, because that's where everybody says the action needs to be better. You got to wait. You can't I, do it on Atlanta. I can't wait that long because uh, I <laughs> well, like to make judgments. Can. But none of us can. Atlanta, you definitely can't because it wasn't the real package. There wasn't the, the full package. Right. Las Vegas next week, they'll have the Aeroducts. And if you're sitting there wondering, like, what's different? Yeah, the Aeroducts <laughs> are, like, the big key part of this. It's a, it's it's pretty much what ha- the truck series has going on. Well, and, and it's what was the big key at in, Indianapolis Motor right. Speedway with you're the Xfinity cars you're, and you're, stuff. Instead of the air being sucked into the front of the car, the air is going to be sucked in and then pushed to the to the side of the car. It's like is, having is parachutes on the front of the car. Right, is what my understanding is. Yeah, so that's, you know, let, next week at Las Vegas where the track's not worn out as mm-hmm. much as it is here and the tires aren't going to wear and all that stuff. We're going to see... Handling probably won't be as big of an issue because let's yeah. be honest, drivers slide around a lot here. We're gonna be we're gonna be seeing drafting something that looks a lot closer to a Daytona. Truck race. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that too. Yeah. I think the compare honestly, I, I say that because just the few drivers I've talked to, and I and actually shameless plug for my podcast. So my next episode is gonna be with Daniel Hemrick, and Daniel is the one that actually made the comparison to trucks because mm-hmm. obviously I assumed him coming from the Xfinity series that we would all make the comparison of this package being like an Xfinity race, and I know there's some drivers who still do that. I think. Was it Lars? Somebody literally on pit road just used the Xfinity uh, comparison. But Daniel Hemrick said he's pulling on his experience from trucks. Just to him right now, his immediate feeling is it's like being back in a truck. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, truck Xfinity, it's not going to be like we've seen in Cup, I guess, is is the moral of the story. Well, let's go back to this race uh, before we jump too far ahead and just try to unpack and unravel what happened because... 
uh, as Eric Jones, going back to what he said on Pit Road afterwards, how'd the two win? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, apparently Martin Truex is asking that as well. Yeah, so what happened was um, there was green flag pit stops, and of course, once one car comes in on a green flag pit stop here, you, you have to pit immediately for the most part. Um, because you're going to start losing huge chunks lose, of time. Lose huge chunk of time. I mean, it's all about tires. Right. But the risk part of that is if a caution comes out during that, you will get trapped a lap down by the cars who have not pitted yet. So Joey Logano and Kurt Busch um, had not pitted yet. Kurt, uh, Truex had not pitted yet either. He ends up getting lapped on pit road, though. So the caution comes out. Ryan Priest, uh, I think that was Ryan Priest incident that brought it out, right? Mm-hmm. That ba- He bashes into... BJ McLeod, he's leaking fluid all over the track. Uh, they have to call caution. So when they call the caution, uh, as Truex is still getting on pit, pit road, he gets lapped. So he wasn't on, he wasn't lapped at the time. So that makes Keselowski, who was in fourth place, he was the free pass car. Yes. So he returns to the lead lap. The other cars behind him, even though they were all they were all going to be lapped, they take the wave round. So they have to restart behind the free pass car. So Keselowski ends up restarting in fourth place. And he's able to drive through when Joey Logano has a loose wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps him uh, drop off. Although he passed yeah, Keselowski, he, he passed Logano before uh, that. Yeah, he passed yeah. Logano before that. But that gave Keselowski the shot, uh, restarting from fourth to get that opportunity. And it turns out Truex did not have a penalty, according to Steve O'Donnell, because when on that pit stop, they said that crew members were over the wall too soon. Uh, Steve O'Donnell says, yes, that was called up to the tower. But they, from the trailer, from remember, the pro trailer system, this, which yes, is the camera, that's the cr- camera system. They said they reviewed it and decided it was not penalty worthy or not conclusive. That's not a very usual call. That's yeah. somewhat rare that we would hear that. Yeah. So. so my interpretation was like just like you said. I mean, the, the pro trailer called it up to the tower. The tower reviewed it, and according to O'Donnell, they they couldn't determine that the foot was down. Uh, which would deem you over the wall too soon. So the tower essentially overruled it. The problem is, I think what has everybody, again, frustrated and confused is uh, they... I don't believe they ever rescinded it on like over the radio to they where never we said all anything. right to they where never we said all anything heard it. Way. Yeah, no. they they never said anything either way. So so the race gets back going again, and we're all like, wait a minute, how is Truex lining up third or fourth when he pr- should be in the rear? Because he should he be twenty first, right? Because he should be behind all the lead lap cars and the lap cars, right? Um, but instead, he's third, and then nearly wins the race, and. I'm on pit road beside myself because I'm like somebody. You were mad. I, I was mad. I <laughs> you was. want an explanation. I, I, You're like, well, I, I wanted an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in, you know, I I am still not sure what happened, but I I think that perhaps it's possible, and I don't think NASCAR would necessarily say this, but that was in the very confusing part where, where they were trying to figure out the running right. order and all running stuff. Running order, wave arounds, who's a lap down. I think it may have gotten <laughs> lost in the shuffle, and they That's just kind of moved on. And but. They're not saying that. They're they're it's, saying that right, they reviewed it, right. but we just never heard either way, which is very unusual. Right. It's understandable, but again, they came down and talked to us, which was great because they were going to talk to us about the package. So of course, we were going to ask them about the penalty. Um, there just needs to be a smoother way to do all of this. I feel like. Yeah. I just and 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 this has been one well, of my com- this has been one of my complaints even before today is that whenever a penalty has or has not been called. I don't feel like we, the media, get updated of why it was or wasn't called, and then we're left until after the race to sort it out. This, this though, was the first race in the post-Hoots era. Well, I was going to um, bring that up. 
Yeah. Now, <laughs> now Tim Berman, uh, who I believe was calling today's race, has called races before, but I believe Hoots was there yes. um, with him doing yes. cup races as he was helping the transition. Anybody who needs to know anything about David Hoots and how smoothly things run under him need to go listen to the Door Bumper Clear podcast because TJ Majors, Brett Griffin, and Freddie Kraft did a phenomenal job explaining that. After, in their most recent episode after Daytona and I actually saw TJ this morning in the garage just to talk to him more about it and he reiterated that they really do believe that things could be a little sloppier mm-hmm. so to speak with somebody else in charge because when you have somebody like David Hoots in charge for that long David knew everything he mm-hmm. knew where everybody was on the racetrack that includes the cleanup people he knows all the games the spotters are trying to play he knows when it's time to crack the whip he just he knew his like he he knew his job and there is a concern again from tj and freddie and 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 brett and this i'm not giving away any secrets they say it on their podcast there is a concern that it, things will take time to be as smooth mm-hmm. and they reference the clash they actually said that uh the clash uh, was a bit of a mess, they felt like. Uh, I, I have to go back and pull tape. I didn't remember exactly what they were talking about, but I asked TJ, I said, was Hoots calling that race? He said, no, the other guy was. Mm. So I don't know if today is a result of that, but somebody somebody messed up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just, somebody messed up. Well, um, the one, one interesting thing, speaking of messing up, that uh, before we close the, the book on today's race, is that um, some teams apparently uh, kind of just missed it. Um, for instance, the teams that looked fast and qualifying, uh, like Austin Dillon, apparently like they bought, they brought sort of like a speedway body thinking that they would draft to this race. Mm. And then, um, then he, and that helped them in qualifying. Like they were really fast. Meanwhile, the Penske cars were out to lunch. Yeah. We thought they sucked. Are you going to play? Th- I hope you play that clip. Well, I might as well very, play this clip. It's going to be very interesting. Let's so. travel back in time just briefly and hear a few of our predictions from before the race. All right, Kelly. This is before the race. Yes. Can you confirm that this is the this afternoon? Is before, yes, this is before the race. We just came from the tweet up. We're about okay. to have lunch. Yes. I smell donuts. This is before the race. Right. And we don't know what's going to happen in the race because we can't see the future. And we've been told that we don't know what's going to happen either. Right. Everybody said we don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to try to predict. So these were our predictions before the race. I think that uh, it will look somewhat like a typical Atlanta race. The restarts will be crazy. It'll get strung out. The Stuart Haas cars will be good. <laughs> The Penske cars will be out to lunch. Those are my, that's what I think is going to happen before the race. What do you think? Man, uh, along a lot of the same lines. I think it's going to be a typical Atlanta race. I really don't believe this package is really going to do much here. Um, We're going to be talking about tires, which we always talk about. I think the fast cars are still going to be the fast cars and are probably going to drive away from the field if they want to drive away from the field. Uh, Boyer looks phenomenal. So I I think he might be the class of the field. And... um, I think a surprise could be, you know, somebody like a Michael McDowell who's been really good. Other than, I, yeah, I think it's because again, I think it's going to be typical Atlanta. All right, now we're sending it back to ourselves in the future. Okay, so obviously, <laughs> I mean, we 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 got something right, but I still think it was a typical Atlanta race. I'm yeah, sticking no, by that, that. That's true. That's I'm true. And the restart for a while, but some of the specifics we didn't quite yeah. nail. But you know, it's fun. so hearing you say that about Austin, like that's a just that's a bold strategy of bringing a speedway car. I That's think a they, bold strategy. I bet, I bet they're going to do it for Vegas, though, too, if they, if they I, think drafting is better. I mean, for Vegas, I would I would think, okay, maybe it's going to work out a little better, but I don't know about here. I mean, again, yeah. Atlanta's just so unique. It's all about handling. Well, we, we did think before qualifying, again, though, that they were going to draft in qualifying, and it turned out not. But so. again, what you don't know, you don't know, so you yeah. come down here expecting one thing, and as we learned, it was completely different. Yeah. 
Well, uh, the I big, wonder too. To, yeah. your, to that point, real quick, Jeff, just about who was good in practice and who wasn't good in the race. Uh, Clint Boyer struggled today. I thought he was going to be the class of the field just mm-hmm. because he swept everything but the last round of qualifying. Um, he still Almarola, ended up with the top ten yeah, at the end. Almarola was strong at first. You know, that, that speeding penalty didn't help. So, I yeah, I don't know. I would say I think today a lot of what played in today of who was strong and who wasn't. I wonder how much of it was the weather too. Yeah, I just because Friday I still go and back Saturday to were terrible. I don't. I still don't know who was strong today. I, I can't tell you. You know, you typically even if if they didn't win the race, you can go. Well, this guy had the fastest car here today. I don't know. I mean, again, I guess maybe you could say Harvick cars, or Larson. I, my yeah. quick reaction is going to be this: the Ganassi cars, the Penske cars. The but four, is that the four was good? The fourteen, the well, fourteen was top twelve ish. I don't know if they were good. Almarola but is that because they had track position? Though is my thing. Because <sighs> look at Larson. Once he got back in the field, he couldn't even do anything. He yeah, I mean, top I, 10. I think that's again. I think that's one of the questions we're going to figure out with this package as we go yeah. next week when somebody gets in traffic. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and I think that may. I think this is one of those races that we're going to look back. We don't have the answers right now, but I feel like in a couple of weeks we can look back and we'll be like, okay, now I get it. It'll be like a piece of the puzzle. Yes. But we can't now, see the whole right, picture. Now I understand why this happened at Atlanta. I, again, mm. I feel like we're going to have to see this play out at a few more mile and a half. That's a good point. So again, you know, somebody, let's say we go to Vegas next week. Let's say that somebody speeds on pit road and they get cut, stuck in traffic. Okay, let's watch that driver to see what happens. Yeah. And you know. One one closing note before we get to the poll. Uh, good thing Truex didn't win for NASCAR's sake because if Truex had won <laughs> with the cloud of a penalty in this, that, that would have been all anybody was talking about. So Jeff, I was walking out to pit road with five laps to go, and I said that I said, "Oh my God, if he wins this race, we're gonna have." Some. I mean, they already had some explaining to do, but they yeah. really would have had some explaining to that do. That would have been bad because for them. again, none of us <laughs> knew what the hell Renault was going on. Yeah. Yep. So I, I'm a little fired up, and and again, it's I fine. still it's I still fine. have to. We're doing this. Yeah. As you said, we are doing this fresh off of. This pit is road. a heat of the moment type. Podcast. It is heat of the moment, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, these are my true, genuine thoughts. Maybe once I calm down and di- digest all of my audio and, and well, by that and, time the podcast will already be out. So. I know, but you know, I can people can tweet me, tweet me, and tell me I'm an idiot. All but, right, now here's yeah. the here's the hard question, and this is going to be very tough. Uh, what yeah, what are people going to say on, on the was it a good race <laughs> poll? Now, Kelly, this is extra tough because in the first two podcasts of the season, Chris Knight cr- exactly predicted the clash percentage. I think he said 21%, and that was right. Uh, after, mm-hmm. net, last week, I forgot to ask my guests, Nick Bromberg and, and Nate Ryan, on the podcast, so I asked them afterwards. Nick said 80%. He got it exactly right. So... What what is the percentage going to be? I don't I don't know what people are going to so, do with this race. So Nick said it was eighty percent good race. Yes, and he he was okay. right for Daytona. So. Really? Because I mean, Twitter was telling me it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this one. I All really right, really so, don't. So yeah do you want me to try to take a Listen, stab first and then you can you can i i have something in mind. I have been thinking about this all day. Okay. I still think I'm going to be completely wrong. Uh, I am not good at this. This is like asking me what the weather is. I mean, uh-huh. I'm, I'm terrible. Uh. I'm gonna say sixty forty. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say sixty forty, because I still think that there was a lot of great racing that people will focus on and say it was sixty percent a good race. But I I think I do think that going back to what we first started talking about, there's a lot of angry people thinking they were gonna see one thing today and they didn't get it. Right. Well, but again, the, I'm probably gonna a, be terribly wrong. I I don't. <laughs> well, we're gonna be wrong together because what the number I had in my mind before you said that was sixty five percent. Okay. Yes. 
So, and again, I don't know, but I do think that there was a battle for the lead at the end. You had some decent battles, was so battles. it wasn't a bad there race. Were... It just wasn't what maybe people, some people thought. And and I and I also understand that there's going to be people voting in this poll who are watching it on television, and I feel bad because I was watching it here in the press box for a large part of the day, and I know there's people who were sitting in the grandstands, and sometimes I don't think television does justice to what is all going on around the racetrack. And I felt like there were a lot of good battles. Uh, there was definitely a lot of, you know, there, hey, there was lead change. Changes. I mean, look at this. We had 26 lead changes, which, by the way, is hmm. two more than last year because I really? already looked it up. It was 24 oh. last year. Interesting. Um, so I think it was 24. Again, I could be wrong. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, we had great battles with Larson and Harvick. Had great battle, that great battle at the end with, with uh, Keselowski and Logano. Um, a lot of, I mean, the restarts were, I don't know what the TV was showing, but me watching it from the press box, the restarts were fantastic. If that is one takeaway, I think from today, Jeff, is I think restarts, and, and drivers had already started to say this, restarts are going to be crucial this year because oh, yeah. it is all about momentum. And if you can get that engine wound up and pin a guy on the bottom, you're, you're going to rock it off corner down straight away. And you're going backwards if not. Yeah, if not, yeah. you're going backwards. So let's close this on um, a light note. Mm -hmm. um, you know, last week I made a tweet and I said, you've been chosen to replace DW in the booth, but Fox wants you to continue the tradition of yelling a catchphrase at the green flag. Your version of boogity, 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 let's go racing boys is the last text you sent. So uh, many of you responded to me on Twitter and uh, I think I got over like a thousand replies to this tweet. I went through and selected some of the best ones. I asked the Motor Racing Network's Kyle Rickey and the Performance Racing Network's Brett McMillan to help me call some of these and put them in real life uh, announcing voice. So that's how we're going to finish this. I'm going to turn it over to them now. Uh, thank you for listening. Here is the text you sent that are now turning into the boogity, 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 boogity phrase. All right, now I'm here with Kyle Rickey. Kyle, thanks for doing this. No problem. Let's try this one from Roy Gilliam coming to the green. And the squirrels are in the attic again. <laughs> I'm here with Brett McMillan now. And so uh, we're going to start with too much camber. So, all right, the pace car is off and we're coming to the green flag. Bring wings. The beer is cold. <laughs> I think that's a good one, don't you? I like that one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's very good. I, that could actually work. All right, this one's from Taryn Fink, T.E. Fink on Twitter. The field is two by two, coming to the green. What? Send me that recipe. They look amazing. <laughs> Here's one from Travis Carter, who is Tupelo T on Twitter. It's uh, going to be, all right, and the pace car drops down. The plumbers are on the way. <laughs> Ryan Die, Ryan 4 VT. Pace cars off, coming to the green flag for the start of today's race. This will truly be an adventure. It's pretty good. I, I it nominate is. That as an actual nominate that as an actual replacement. I like it. T. Kochenor on Twitter. Pull those belts tight. Okay, One thanks, more Larry. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pull those belts tight. One more time. I have leftover spaghetti, but no salad. <laughs> uh, this submission is from Road America with a K, so Erica. Let's see. I say, all right. So, all right. Uh, it's a sunny day, 75 degrees. The fans are on their feet. The pace car drops down to pit road. Here we go. Let's get this money. 
<laughs> Honestly, I think that might be the winner. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> you know what? They're all better than boogity boogity. They are. They are. <laughs>